Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening, Manuses. It is Thursday, March 8th, 2018. This is Blazing Ride Backstage, and I would like to welcome uh, the Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan Weeks, my lovely co-host. How are you, Smain, sir? Pretty good, man. How's you doing, man? Hey! Doing all right, man. Hey, Oh, my and it's one more. Ooh. What did you? What were you saying? We're doing it, man. We're doing it, man. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's a pretty I good song. My yeah. <laughs> and, and it's one more day up in the canyon. Ooh. And it's one mm-hmm. more night in Hollywood. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. If you think mm-hmm. that I could be forgiven, mm-hmm. wish you would. Na 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 She's co-hosted. 
and we used the uh, microphone setup and uh, and and you know the one that I usually use and one that we used last time um, when we interviewed somebody else and uh, afterwards uh, I I went to uh, listen to it. It said it was ten minutes long. We we were on for an hour and um, and during the show uh, also I was kind of giving the guests shit about because they didn't call in so. Uh, we were thinking, Good. like, you know, uh, th- that we were thinking, well, if they didn't call in, then they're probably driving through the snow or whatever and whatnot. But I was kind of giving them shit. And uh, and it turned out that um, uh, whatever setup I had going, it didn't record. So it's because Sarah had some amazing, uh, like, amazing quips, amazing, these amazing witty quips, and they are, uh, they, they were not recorded. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. I, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. But how much of it did you get? Like ten, you said, ten minutes, right? Yeah, but that so is good? only that was that was only the audio clips. That was only the two of the band songs that was supposed to be on, as well as the oh. uh, intro to the show and outro. Yeah. Oh, this is uh, so, so that sucked. But speaking of of guests. Um, we have a guest tonight. Uh, her name is Ashley DeLima, um, and uh, she will be on in a few moments. Uh, I'm just curious. Yeah. Did you did you did you look up some um, information uh, on her? Um, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll be uh, honest, I was, bro. No, I appreciate that, um, and it's actually kind of a relief because uh, I, I was just wondering: Are you going to pretend to agree with her tonight, or what? Yes, I would. Go, I, that was my, my whole plan. <laughs> okay, because so good? I, I don't know if you know or not, but. I don't know if you know or not, but her whole the her her new song it's all about DACA and Dreamers and stuff, and uh, I I just I don't know uh, exactly if you guys. Common ground there. There must be some common ground. Well, you 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 want me to shut up though, right? I'll shut up. I'll shut up. No 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 no. I would never assume to. I would never presume to edit you at all. Um, I was just I was just wondering what your plan was. That's all. Feel free to say whatever you want. All right, all right, all right. Um, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be pleasant. I'll try to be pleasant. Uh, you know, anyway. <laughs> I'll be a good kid. I, I'm excited. I'm excited, actually. Uh, you know, uh, there, there is common ground, though. We could definitely talk about, you know, certain good, good things about DACA. You know, especially it, it, overall, yeah. it's a good thing. I'm actually pro DACA, but uh, you know, you know, yeah. uh, negotiation-wise, that's it. You know, it's all. I'm all for it. I think. Um, uh, well, yeah, and I knew I knew that there would be common ground anyway, and that you're you're both passionate people. So regardless of whether or not you agreed, I, I had a feeling you would at least respect uh, the passion, as you respected my uh, the, my friend's Walmart passion. <laughs> I respect that. I gotta say, if you believe in something that strong, and, and you go and do what your friend did in Walmart, I much mad respect. Mad respect. <laughs> but, <laughs> Listen, we, I, I, I am so tired, man. I don't know, I, I don't know about you, but I forgot that we had a show tonight, 
about 5,000 times today. I didn't forget, but I was nervous about the show because I'm, I'm, I've had very, I've been very low energy this last week and last and the week before that, and uh, yeah. work killing me and just, just living it's just killing me right now, you know, you know, you know literally and figuratively, but uh, it's just has stunk this week. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, uh, I, I'm, this I'm week, the same. It, it, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just low it, energy. Uh, like Jeb Bush. <laughs> Jeff Bush, like Jeff Bush and Ben Carson, yeah, the, the two combined. <laughs> <laughs> there's a great, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a great Lewis Black bit about Ben Carson. I'll have to tell you about afterwards. But uh, Lewis Black hates you. Remember, hates me. <laughs> I know that. Somehow, Ice T was the only one I said, you know, I did not say, can you insult him? And his ended up being the funniest anyway. Um, Let me write that down. I got to tell you about the Lewis Black Carson thing. And uh, all right. Um, But but I was going to say that perhaps later, maybe we should just end after the joke off, unless you have a really um, good uh, scene for Main to Bang, She's the Main Main tonight. Uh, Or maybe we just do yours and end it there. What do you think? We can do that. That's fine. I'm, I I got a scene. It's, it's going to be terrible, but you know. But it's uh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's uh, <laughs> let's end it off on that. That's fine. I'm I'm cool with that. Broski. Uh, all right. Cool. All right, mine. Um. Well, our guest tonight will be performing on stage one of Rockwood Music Hall next Thursday, March fifteenth, at seven p.m. Please welcome to the program Ashley De Lima. Ashley, how are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Hey. Doing well. Um, so uh, you're playing Rockwood next week. Uh, have you played there before? Um, I am playing there, and no, I've never played there before, and I'm so excited to be. Oh my God, performing there it's like crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, some some great acts have performed there, um, and you also have uh, your your music is being played in in the Gap as well. I read. Yeah, I'm going to be playing in most of uh, the Gap stores, and hopefully I'll be playing in all of them soon. Oh, very nice. Awesome. So uh, the recent single of yours that is getting a lot of attention, um, Stay in America, uh, we're going to play it in a moment, but why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about it and what made you um, decide to record it? Yeah, um, so Stay in America is about what's actually happening in the U.S. right now, you know, about so much hate that's been spread. And, you know, I feel like people really need to unite. And I really wanted to write a song about, you know, about what's happening and how I felt about everything because I'm not a dreamer, but I really wanted to speak for the dreamers to speak for minorities mm-hmm. and for the ones who feel like they don't have a voice. And I also felt like I could write a song to actually educate people about what's happening, not only, not only here in America, but since I'm half American, half Brazilian, I also wanted to educate everybody from Brazil so they can know like what's happening in here because it's not, it's not, it's not all perfect, you know? 
No, definitely not. And for those people uh, who, since this does turn into a podcast after the show is over, so for the people listening a hundred years from now, what exactly are you talking about is going on in this country right now? Right now, people who, it's not their fault that they're in the country. They, mm-hmm. they want to stay and they want to give back to the country and they want to work here. They want to live here. They're great honest and hardworking people and most of them are being sent back just like my dad he was sent back deported oh my god and yeah he, he wasn't a dreamer though <laughs> but he was a hard-working guy and he was deported and I I just I don't even know how to feel about it but I do know that I want to do something about it and I want to make a change because why why blame us? Why kick us out? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't feel like there's a need to kick people out of a country. Even if it's if it's the only country they've known and if it's mm-hmm. the only language they speak, I feel like there should be another way. And what uh what line <clears throat> what line of work was your father in in the States? He was he was in um Oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> he was in wood oh, yeah. wood flooring, wood installations. Mm-hmm. So he would work all day. I I would barely see him, but I really did need him, and I still do. That must be extremely difficult to. I, I mean, I assume he was deported to Brazil. Yeah, um, it's really hard because, I, um. People don't know what it's really like to be in prison like he was, and he told me that, you know, they would, that he was in the maximum security kind of one, the federal prison, and it mm-hmm. was just horrible. And, and I would call him, and he would cry over the phone, and I would cry from one side, and he would cry from the other. It was just horrible. Holy shit. And is your uh, yeah. mother here still? Yeah. My, well, yeah, my mo- my mother's here. And, well, my parents mm-hmm. tried to come so they could help me with music to try to pursue my career, mm-hmm. and, you know, but I guess it's just how things are supposed to be, right? It's still, it, it's not a reason for me to stop trying, though. Of course not. Um, uh, John Weeks, I hear you chomping at the bit to ask a question. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, it, it, it sounds like this, this is uh, actually, first of all, uh, thanks for being on the show, um, and Thank thanks you for what you're doing. Me. <laughs> no, no problem. And, uh, and, and while you're you're not a dreamer, I, you know, this certainly sounds like it hits home. So, uh, you know, personally. So, um, I guess what kind of message are you trying to bring out in the in the song? Are you trying to uh, tell the world or tell Americans uh, to be more informed on the matter, or is it more like uh, kind of compassion and, and have passion for people, or or how do you feel on on the matter, like personally? Yes. You know what you feel when you listen to Bar- Bob Marley's songs? Yes. I- I'm trying to spread a good message like that. <laughs> if I can be at least 5% of what he was, that would be amazing. If I could do what he did and unite people and educate them about it, about everything, and, mm-hmm. and tell them to, and get them to spread love and get them mm-hmm. to help each other, you know, because we're all one. We're not, we're not supposed to be separating anything we're the united states you know we're supposed mm-hmm. to be united so i really I know want, 
I really want people to, well, what I tried to say actually isn't actually to get people to think that I'm right. I don't want to convince mm-hmm. anybody, but I'm just stating facts of what's happening. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to show the truth. And I always want to show the truth. I'm, I'm a really real person. So it's like, I just always like stating facts and telling the truth. I don't want people thinking that there's that there's somebody lying to them. Like I can see it. I I really do want to help as much as I can. Yeah, um, I can definitely the, respect that. I think. Go ahead. Is, is there uh is, is there anyone in particular in in this era in which we live who you can think of who lies constantly, who uh, does not tell the truth very much, who might be uh, in Washington, D.C. right now with a cheeseburger in his bed. (laughs) I think there's not only one, but I think that there's many people who not only do that, but, you know, are supposed to be an example to our country and to our next generation. And I feel like we need an example. We need somebody, somebody who really knows what they're talking about and doesn't spread hate mostly and spread something called respect for others. And I feel like, yeah, I, but I do believe that there is somebody like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to play stay in America by Ashley De Lima and we will be right back. Uh, Ashley hang tight.
<laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, uh, and you're just a kid, right? You're what, what are you, 19 years old? Yeah, I'm still a child. <laughs> 19. <laughs> I was 21, though. And you're. Uh, are you going to school? Yeah, I go to I go to college. Yeah. Cool. What are you studying? I actually put um, that I don't know yet, but I like studying mm-hmm. kind of psychology, and I also like understanding people's minds. So it's really like an area that I'd love to continue studying in humanities and understanding everybody. Because I really. You know, I, I, I don't think people know this, but it's like whenever I write a song, I also like to people watch. So I feel like if I understand people's minds and their body language and everything, it helps. You know, my co-host, John Weeks, he stayed in school throughout. Uh, you were in school until when? Yesterday? Um, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it feels like <laughs> too long, too, too much of my life. Um yeah. But a, a question for you, actually. Um, how are you dealing with the, the, the publicity and the popularity of the song? And then do you like the attention being paid more to the issue or to yourself or, or, or both at the same time? And how do you see the issue, I guess, bearing politically? I feel like the attention to the song is amazing. And I feel like if it had more attention, it would be amazing, too. It's not that I it's not that I don't like the attention. I kind of like it, but I really think that it's not about me. It's mostly about the cause and what it actually means and what it can yeah. actually become. So I feel like it it could be bigger and it will be. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's a very positive song. It's a great song, and I you know I can only wish that it's uh, even bigger than what it is. I, you know, and you know it's just, it couldn't promote action too, and positive action. I think that's that'd be a great thing. Yeah, I I really feel like because I I feel like there wasn't anybody saying like negative things like oh like I don't like the message because I mean right it's a good I feel like it's really a good message it's a positive thing like I'm not I'm not shaming anybody I'm not saying anything bad I'm not mm-hmm. coming at it I'm not like coming at anybody's name or anything I'm I'm just spreading something that's true and something that I believe in and that I think can actually help the world and everybody who's in the situation. And, and why not work together to find a common solution? I think that's what it really is. And we need yeah. a lot more of that in, in today's society. I mean, it, it seems so extremely divisive, you know, nowadays. And I think, you know, with unifying voices like that, I think things should get done or at least attention should be paid where it should be, you know. And I think hopefully um, our leaders are looking at this and listening I really hope that people listen to this song and, and think, wow, we really got to do something about this. We really got to, we got to open up our minds and, and speak up and help and help our neighbor. And we got to do something about it because it's, it's not really fun to see somebody you love be ripped away from you. And, and, you know, your life just changing out of nowhere. It's like you're the one who's being deported. Like you're just ripped out. Like, it's not fun to stay home and be like, mm-hmm. Should I leave? Should I not go to work? What if, what if, I don't know. Like, you always have that doubt in your mind. I feel like it's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrifying. I'm sorry that you had to, well, you're still going through it. That's awful. Um, It's crazy that uh, a country um, that 
was founded by immigrants uh, in this country. Immigrant seems to be a, a bad word. Um, so, but it's, you know, it's, it's messages like, uh, like this positive message. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's up to you guys, like the, the Parkland students, they're making these, these positive changes and, uh, your generation maybe can get stuff done that, uh, that my, uh, co-hosts and, and mine couldn't. <laughs> you know, I feel like, um, my generation now is kind of like waking up a little more because yeah. you know there's there's so many gay rights and there's so many feminists and everything and it's like it's a big it's actually paying more attention to that and there's also the immigration thing too that people are now paying attention to being like why and they're mixing everything together and I think that's beautiful to be honest because I think we should mm-hmm. all help each other out we should all be, be like you know what I got your back I got you like this shouldn't be happening this isn't okay like we got to speak out because if we don't, everything's just going to happen in front of us. And then what, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, keep speaking out, keep singing. And um, our guest tonight has been the, uh, has been a future president of the United States, perhaps. Although I, I don't know <laughs> that that has much merit to it uh, anymore. Um, but uh <laughs> Uh, but Ashley DeLimo will be at um, Rockwood Music Hall Stage 1. Not So don't go to the, uh, the Stage 2 or 3 or 4. It's a confusing venue sometimes. Um, uh, uh, at 7 o'clock on March 15th, so a week from tonight. Uh, and um, anything – actually, Ashley, where can people go to find your music and what you're doing? You can go to YouTube. You can go to Apple Music. Spotify, Amazon, Google Play. You can look me up. You can add me on your playlist if you want to. I mean, you kind of, you know, if you want to, <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> and you can also find my music next week. You can go and watch me. Like, I would love that. I would love to meet everybody who would go. <laughs> awesome. Are, are you saying that you'll you'll autograph uh, everyone in the room's napkins after your show? <laughs> If they ask, I would love to. With all, like, I would love to. But I, I'm like, I'm more of like a, a people hugger and, like, I don't know, I just like talking to people and knowing them. And I don't know, I like remembering their faces and everything. So it's, it's kind of a crazy thing. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, we will certainly remember you and your music. Uh, Ashley, thank you so much for joining the program. Check her out, Ashley DeLima. Thank you so uh, we'll much. We'll talk to you soon. Stay in touch. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. You got it. Take care. Thanks, Ashley. Have a good night. Bye. John, do you know what time it is? Oh, my God. I'm at the ward. I'm Fogarty. You are now with on Blog Talk Radio. You are now in the queue. On Blog Talk Radio. You are now in the queue. Blog Talk Radio. You are now in the queue. You're the racist one tonight. You are now in the queue of Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, why are you saying Blog? Yeah, we. Why are you saying Blog Talk Radio? Blog Talk Radio. 
I can't even talk. Oh, my um, God, that was good. Wrong talk radio. Please hold, and you can Tom. listen to the show. <laughs> you are now in the queue. <laughs> Tom Fogarty, what what's going what's what's happening in your life, sire? Oh, I'm coming back to life. Yeah. Tell us tell us Slowly about but that. Surely. Huh? Tell us about that. Well, what's the euphemism? Miss Daisy bought the farm. She's on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um Mom, so, mom, mom, yeah. mom bought the farm, and the dust is settling, and it was a long haul, and all I can say is it's good to be the adult in charge again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, like that, sure. that, that, that <clears throat> neither Leslie or I have the older generation to contend with at this point. We are that now. We are now that older generation. So that's how I felt. If we want to be cranky, uh-huh. if we want to be <laughs> cranky, and if we want to kick, <laughs> we can. Nice. And stretch. Okay. Um, yeah. The old generation. Yeah. That's how uh, I felt just now. Me and Weeks felt mad old talking to that 19 year old. Yeah, I did feel very old. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> she <Yeah>. got energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was talking to some little shit the other day at the Stonewall Bar, and when he said his age, because the bartender had to, like, card him, and he was literally 21. And I was like, I've got fucking keloid moles that are older than you. <laughs> I've got what like, you know, fat man molds that are older than you. <laughs> that was not a pleasant you thought. What did he say to you? Huh? What you talk what to this guy? What did he thing? say to you? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. He was a young man that liked I'm the guessing. roof over his head. What can I say? <laughs> oh, you yeah, you were you sugar daddying him? I I wasn't at all, but he was certainly uh, chasing me. <laughs> um, chaser so, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll play a super chubby bear I don't care <laughs> uh, It's so, all about the game uh, here It's all about the game You, you seem um, you, 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 It's all about the game You are married, correct? What? Well, You're married, right? What do you mean it's all about yeah. the game? <laughs> it's just all um, a performance. <laughs> so uh, you seem qu- you seem quite happy. So are are condolences appropriate in this scenario, or what? <laughs> um, they they are, but also you know when something goes on that long, it's like you know we've been grieving for four fucking years as she just became right. more and more incapacitated and diminished. Sure. So it's fun. yeah. Right. You know, it was no big shock. It was like, please, the morphine now. And if you don't give it to her, can you at least give me some? Right, <laughs> You know, well, so, condolences. yeah. Yes. Well, condolences I, and I thank and, uh, you. And, yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're greatly appreciated and warranted. But at the same time, I mean, you know me, I try to make 
not fun of every situation, but you got to laugh. We've cried enough, yeah, you know. It's yeah. like, like I said, it was such a long yeah. process that, yeah, yeah, you know, we saw we saw life being taken from her, and mm-hmm. that's that. And I just know it'll that will not be repeated with me. I will do like Spalding Gray, and as long as I still have my wits about me to be able to get on the ferry to Staten Island, <laughs> you know, I'll just I'll just not make it to the Green Lady. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, uh, who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? Well, I had four, and I don't know which three to go with. So let me start sort of in the middle. Let me just yeah. pick Tori okay. Spelling. Tori Ooh. Spelling. Well, you know, she and that fake-ass husband of hers, Dean, who had multiple reality shows, and she keeps bailing out, and he never seems to do anything. He's sort of a quasi-producer of their reality things. Mm-hmm. And, and you remember that Tori Spelling was like the richest little girl in Hollywood at one point, until mm-hmm. her dad and mom sort of cut her out of everything. Right. Well, it seems that Dean has like an entire family or he hooked up with her, and he's been arrears in their in the spousal support and the money for the children oh. for years, and Tori oh. started paying that until now oh she's on a hard times and can't send the money to pay his kids, and the wife has like contacted her, and the wife's the wife has empathy for her, but at the same time. Just like saying, you know, we need the money. So, yeah. So I assume Dean is taking meetings for another reality show, you know, maybe called mm-hmm. Punk Ass Bitch or something. <laughs> <laughs> and who's your deadbeat? How about deadbeat dad? Deadbeat dad in Hollywood. <laughs> That'd be a good reality show, actually. Deadbeat Dads yeah. of Hollywood. Then the Deadbeat Dads. DVD or just do, They can have that in every fucking city that there's the housewives. <laughs> yup, yup, yup. Who's your second hot mess, sire? My second hot mess is Tommy Lee. Oh, what did she do? You heard this shit, right? No, what the hell? No. Tommy Lee got into a, I guess, Twitter war with Pamela Anderson, you know, his ex-wife and the mother of his now 20-year-old child. You know, the kids uh-huh. that, like, got to go to birthday parties and have kids whip out their phones to show his mom sucking his dad's big 10-inch dick on a boat. You know, that kid. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Seeing Tommy, like, cross the line with some of the shit that he was saying about Pamela. So, Sonny balled up and showed up at Tommy's house and I guess beat the shit out of him. Oh my God. Yeah. And now Tommy is pressing charges, suing and has a restraining order against his kid. And meanwhile, Mrs. O on the talk today basically just said, Tommy, grow the fuck up and get in rehab. You're an addict and you're a drunk. Because I guess the music world has known that for years, that he has issues. 
And I mean, I do remember he, you know, supposedly beat up Pamela a couple times. Right. So he's not the big cock in the house anymore. His 20-year-old son is. Mm. Oh my yeah. God. Well, that's certainly a mess. Yeah. You, you think that his you think his son has a bit as big a cock as him? Uh, I can only hope. And who's your final hot mess, sir? Well, as long as we're on the this like sort of sex thing, Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> has come out and said that she's acting just a big fake and a big poser. That she's really not all that into sex, and the people Ooh. that she does have it with, she basically wants verified that they have no STDs, that they've had the test taken that day, <laughs> they're totally clean and everything is okay, and then she might agree to it. But outside of that, she just sort of likes to get drunk and tease. <laughs> well, that seems smart. That doesn't. That seems smart. Yeah, not, I, I yeah, not bad. Not bad for a fourteen-year-old that dropped out of middle school. Ooh, no, that's pretty that. good. Uh, oops. <laughs> yes, that, um, that tea was a little hotter. Yeah, ooh. that tea was steeping a little. <laughs> I have no clue what that means. But uh, <laughs> are you guys? You have to serve the tea. I just served the tea Atlanta saying, style. What are you doing tea bagging, Jennifer man? Lawrence? No. Yeah, honey, when, you serve, when you serve the tea, that's that's more better than, than than the shade because the tea is hot. <laughs> okay. When you deliver the shade, you're doing some cool subterfuge. But when you spill the tea, that shit is hot. Oh, yeah. I'm more confused now than. Are you guys moved up and ready to me. joke off? I know you know me. The rule the world. The rule the world. I don't know. Weeks. Weeks. I don't know why it's just an instinct for you to to repeat that every oh, time. Oh, I love it. I love that song. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, see, what you don't realize, Mr. Man, Mr. Rye Rye, Mr. Blaze, is Ooh. that Weezy and I clearly both have Tourette syndrome, and that's the <laughs> thing. And mine is Blog Talk Radio. You are now in the queue of Blog Talk Radio. You are now in the queue. It's the We've got Tourette's syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. We're not mere mortals. We're both on the spectrum. I'm way off that spectrum. You're on. You're way on. I go so far as to say that Weeks is an idiot. Savant. I know you know me. It's weird. I know you know me. You know, our good friend Vinny B, he told me, he was like, oh, Weeks is such a good straight man to your insanity. And I I thought, holy shit, if Weeks is a straight man, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You are now. I take it off. 
You are now in the queue for Blog Talk Radio. Let's <laughs> troll through the world. Let's troll through the world. Frog <laughs> Talk Radio. Ooh, child. Things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. Ooh, child. Oh, I know you know me. She puts it up the butt. <laughs> up the front of her butt. <laughs> Wouldn't the front of your butt be your punani? <laughs> yeah, punani and sea in the rock. Punani sub <laughs> That's not what he said. That's racist. Did we start joking off you? I think you're up first, Fogarty. Oh. Oh, this is this is a mess, this whole story. Senior Urcher and his wife, Grace Miguel, announced this week that they are separating but remain deeply connected, mainly because Urcher left Miguel with something she'll have deep inside her for JJ forever. (laughs) (laughs) You know what happened with that, don't you? No. She's quite a bit older than he is, and I think she shut off the waterworks, and that was enough for him. Oh. What 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 gobsmacked <laughs> me is that he's thirty nine. How did he get to be thirty nine? Mhm. I mean, that seems. I thought he was a little older than that. That seems young for Usher. Well, but he started like at fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. You know, true. doing his little like Michael Jackson imitation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. <laughs> In a 2015 video released Wednesday, West Virginia House Delegate Sarah Blair can be seen singing the N-word while singing along to Little Wayne's song, Gonorrhea. When approached about the video, Blair said she just regretted it wasn't Drake. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> or Urcher. Uh, that was the uh the the nicest way I've ever heard anyone say gonorrhea. The song gonorrhea. The little Wayne song gonorrhea. Gonorrhea Yeah. Fogger, do you ever have that? I got it twice. I've had diarrhea I had it five minutes ago. Have I <laughs> Yeah, have no, you I had a regular one so no, I had uh, oregano one. <laughs> well, I put it in a little tossed salad. I put it in some oh, tossed salad. That's going to cause more problems. That's what he said. <laughs> Marjorie, this is quite the segue, but uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School students were disappointed by Education Secretary Betsy DeVos' recent visit to their school Wednesday when she took only a handful of questions. They were disappointed because her visit was too long. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you look up gonorrhea and it's a picture of Betsy DeVos. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea, you gave me the clap. When you're sliding into home and you know you got to go diarrhea. Okay, in in a change of heart, Olympic figure skater Adam Rippon told CNN Wednesday that he'll be willing to accept Vice President Mike Pence's invitation. Come down and have a conversation. <laughs> In fact, Adam said that to make Pence more comfortable, he was going to bring his mother and call him, call her his wife. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they could just call him a beard. <laughs> Maybe they can just grow beards. I don't think Adam really needs to. <laughs> she needs something. She has like done pot. And there's no getting her back in there. Ooh. No. Would like to have sex with her. You would? Yeah, she's hot. Well, Not like sex. Could certainly crush those nuts with those buns of hers, that's for sure. Uh, uh, (laughs) Academy Awards winner Jennifer Lawrence was discussing Vanderpump (laughs) Rules star Laura Kent on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen this week when she said, I'm like, bitch, you the cunt about the reality star. In Jen's defense, when she was on Andy Cohen's set, she thought she was at Walmart. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> a, new, a new report. <laughs> a new report. A new report. A new report. A new report. President Trump charges his campaign top dollar to rent a basically empty office in Trump Tower. To be fair, the government is charging taxpayers top dollar to keep a basically empty head in the White House. I know that's right. Preach. Hallelujah. 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 I know that's right. A California couple was arrested Wednesday after police discovered a plywood box housing their three children, an abandoned trailer with 30 to 40 cats, and holes filled with trash and human dookie throughout the property. (laughs) Sounds like heaven, said John Weeks. Sounds like my kind of homecoming. Little dookie holes. (laughs) Diarrhea. Galleria. <laughs> oh, Galleria. Child, them is dookie holes in the book. I am Galleria, the Lord oh, of La Mancha. My, 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 Galleria. 
When removing a statue of <laughs> when removing right. a statue of Jesus Christ from a church in northern Spain, workers discovered a letter written in 1777 by one of the church's chaplains hiding in a compartment in the statue's rear end. Which just goes to show you, Christians have always been talk- talking out of their ass. <laughs> That's a good letter. <laughs> that letter was actually written by Joaquin Minguez, who in it described popular games of the day, which included uh, cards, playing ball, and pedophilia. Because uh, he wasn't in there alone. He was in an ass. And also in an ass. Of an altar boy. And and you get an ass. And you get an and ass. You get an and ass, you get an ass. And you get an ass. Right after you get a wafer. And you get a wafer. And you get a wafer. <laughs> okay, Florida man, that's always Florida. Florida just like always. the murders always say Patricia yeah, on those like women things on ID channel. Okay, Florida man Michael Scott Wilson faces charges after allegedly attempting to electrocute his pregnant wife by rigging up a car battery charger to their front door, (laughs) making this the most normal thing that's happened in Florida all week. (laughs) Yep. So true. So true. A Russian woman living in New York was convicted this week after an incident in 2016 where her friend asked her to come over to her Queens apartment to fix her eyelashes. She went over, offering poisoned cheesecake as a gift in an attempt to kill her friend and steal her identity. I don't know about you guys, but I didn't know poisoned cheesecake is not how you fix broken eyelashes. Uh, Give me a piece, please. I'll take a piece of that cheesecake. Yeah. I know something you would not take a piece of. My mother, my mother, a.k.a. My mother, a.k.a. Miss Daisy, once made a chocolate X-Lax cake for a neighbor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What happened? That's how she used to roll. <laughs> I respect that. Mad frogs yep. to your mother. Yep. What is Just what happened to the neighbor? Uh huh. Uh-huh. What happened to the neighbor? What? What happened She's to the neighbor? She's got dookie holes all. She had dookie holes all over the backyard. <laughs> she died of diarrhea. <laughs> she's, she's the first known death from diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> I respect that. In an, in an effort to draw attention to illegal logging, a group a group of women rather in Oaxaca, Mexico had a marriage ceremony where the grooms were trees. Unfortunately, their imminent divorces will involve a chainsaw. <laughs> but at least they know that their grooms will have wood on their wedding night. Very good. Oh, good. 
We hope. <laughs> but you might be and they might not. Yep. And Weeks close us out. Yes, sir. Jennifer Lawrence was caught climbing over seats at the Oscars Sunday night while wearing heels and holding a full glass of wine. She did it so that she could call Helen Mirren a cunt. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Things are going to get oh, good yeah. on it. Oh, great one. This is a great one. Yeah, look at that brass section. Oh, yeah. child, things are going to get easier. <laughs> oh, child, things are going to get better. <laughs>
I was reaching for the crackers. Oh, my dick fell in your mouth. That's good. That was good. <laughs> okay. Night germs. Ciao, um, Bella. Night. We'll ciao, see you Bella. in two weeks. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, ciao. Two weeks. Ciao, ciao. No, one, oh, we only need one week. Please don't do two weeks. <laughs> we can only we can only deal with one job, please. We don't need two. True and right about that one, Tommy boy. Okay, <laughs> dope. Bye, boys. Good night, folks. Good night, tire mine. Uh, right. So weeks. Um. Uh. Oh well. I mean, we're already here. We may as well just finish the full show, huh? Yeah. Let's just do it. Come on. Give it an old college try. <laughs> the Lewis Black Ben Carson thing was um, when actually the night that I got him to insult you uh, earlier that night, um, you know, the, the whole reason we were there was because he had a show on Broadway. And the part that made me laugh so much, I was tearing up was, which I told him before I, you know, when I complimented him to butter him up for the, in, for the insult. Um, but he said, um, he said, uh, uh, Ben Carson has, um, perfected a style of speech that I have never uh, experienced in my life. And he started talking about how, like, what you, what you need to do is you need to put your hand, if you, if you don't want anyone to fuck with you, you need to put your hand up like this. And you need to uh, start talking in a way that is too low for people to really understand what you're saying, but too loud for people to ask you to repeat it. And that is how Ben Carson is successful, or something like that. But the, it was just—it was so funny. I was tearing up. It was once. Um, go to the tape on that one because I can't do it justice. I will. Oh, oh my God! Oh, um, what I got? What do you get? What do you get, Mel? And um, the uh, the subject is something that I don't think you're gonna like. Oh no! What is it? What is it? Is it the email is—it's from—it's J- from Jason Friedman, and the subject says Fondulus. Oh, no. <laughs> says Fondulus. Plus bachelor party equals good time. Oh! You kidding me? Is there another goddamn bachelor party coming up for you? Are you I, kidding me? I, well, I wrote. So people were writing back, like, "I'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there." And then I wrote back. I wrote back this morning. I said, "Bachelor parties are my least favorite thing, and this sounds awful. I'll probably be there." <laughs> And Friedman, Fried, terrible. Friedman wrote back. Friedman wrote back, cool, with an exclamation point. Um, but let me tell you. Okay, let me read you the email. He says, "Okay, hey folks, hey folks, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Jason Friedman, Nick's best man and a buddy from college. Time has come." Right. You're our beloved Fondulus. 
marriage. <laughs> but before he takes the plunge, we need to celebrate <laughs> his bachelorhood with some good old-fashioned party times. <laughs> At this point, he's trying to figure out who will be able to make it and get a head count. The plan <laughs> to rent a house somewhere in upstate New York for the weekend of April 27th. <laughs> Please email me back as soon as you can to let me know whether or not you plan on being there. I'm going to base my search for a place on numbers of who will be attending. Thanks, Jason Fratton. <laughs> that was an excellent reading, by the way. That was very good. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed that, actually. I don't know. I was just trying to do it in his voice, that's all. <laughs> I think you did a great job. I don't, I don't know the line, but you, sound, you, you must sound like him. I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> what? Uh, so what do you think of that? First of all, it's terrifying. I uh, <laughs> You have gone on – well, it's, it's good it's fodder for the book. And secondly, it is terrifying because it's another bachelor party that you got to go to. Uh, this sounds strange, though. Renting a house in upstate New York? What is to be done? What is going to be done up there? And then, number four, <laughs> I, I, think that was I guess you got to go. I, I mean, this you, yeah, that was three. You're right. Number three. I guess you gotta go. You have no choice. You gotta go, like you said in your, in your response. Uh, you're probably gonna hate I didn't it, but you're gonna to have to go. You know who texted me today out of the blue? Hey, Jesus. Oh God! Uh, what what did he say? My phone. He just uh, sent me a picture of food and was like, "Doesn't this look good?" And uh, <laughs> you know, I haven't spoken up since Major's wedding. And uh, it was an odd text, and, and, and as soon as I saw that, uh, you know, his name pop up on my phone, I, I, I jittered. I, like, shook in my chair a little bit. And then I did the same when he mentioned a bachelor party. Oh, I don't know how you do it, my friend. You are a champion and a true warrior to be going to these bachelor parties and these weddings. And uh, You too. I, I, you know, did, did you, I know. Did, did you respond to the text, to Jesus' Jesus's text? I did, I did. We talked, we talked. He's uh, he's getting near, uh, becoming a, a doctor, you know, getting his uh, doctorate degree. So, get ready, world. Yeah. <laughs> I, Dr. I, I feel the like there's, like, almost nothing I, I could care about less. <laughs> just all I want to say is just stay in Georgia, please. <laughs> but he's he's coming. He's coming, and he asked. He's coming here for a conference, I think. And he asked if he could crash with me. And I was like, sure. Oh. Um, I mean, after I had all the jitters and all that stuff, like you had, then um, then then I said, shouldn't be a problem. Just let me know the dates. Then he said, no, I want it to be a surprise. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> I have a feeling he might be coming back to Connecticut. I really hope not. But I think he might oh, God. Be. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'm going to hang on. I got to get back to the phone. 
Okay. Uh, are you there? I'm here. Yeah. Wait. Hang on. Okay, there you are. Um, so, uh, so you, you said that you think I have to go to the bachelor party. Why? I'm not a groomsman, and I said I'll probably be there, but I was thinking about it later today, and I thought, you know, I, I don't know that I could – I don't. I th- I think the recovery from going upstate bachelor party mm-hmm. probably going to be some shenanigans going on. I don't think I'll be able to recover mm-hmm. from it for months. I think I'll gain about fifty pounds if I go to this bachelor party. I don't think I should go. I think, yeah, and, and you'll fall into depression. You know, before going, uh, you'll have panic attacks. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the trend is not good. You know, you got bit by the dog. The dog died. Yeah. You ran into a, with a, a glass <laughs> door. You almost killed yourself. I mean, this is right. and, and the cops got involved at some point, right? I mean, this is the trend is not good. This <laughs> just doesn't sound good. Upstate New York. This sounds like a the, a, a horror movie beginning. It just doesn't sound right. I don't know. Maybe it's just uh, you're gonna go. The, I know you. Cops? <laughs> what do you mean the cops got involved? This, you talking about the speeding ticket? Uh, yeah. Wasn't there something about the parking or something like that? Is, is that was in Colorado. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So well, they, that wasn't for a wedding, uh, but but or a bachelor party, the Colorado thing. Uh, but it may as well have been. But it was what, what the trend that you're mentioning here. All of my domestic trips uh, wind up being terrific in the literal sense, like full of terror. <laughs> Meanwhile, I go to the UK, oh I go to four cities in England, and nothing bad happens, you know? Ridiculous. You have the time of your life. I've had the time of my life. <laughs> my life. No, I've never felt this way before. Oh, I swear it's the truth. It's true. And I owe it all to you. So last night, um, I was plague. The vagina brain plague. That's good. That's good. That's a good one. That's you. You you made that one up. Um, but last night I was uh. Uh, I, I was so, so I couldn't find my um, the, the the cloth to wipe off my glasses. Um, you ever lose sure. yours? Oh, always. And it's terrible. I can't. I can't. I can't see anymore. I can't wipe my yeah. glasses. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could wipe your ass with your glasses. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So that's what I do. That's what I just did. I had diarrhea. I wiped my gla- my ass with my glasses. <laughs> And then I use my little yeah. my my glasses towel to clean them off. <laughs> <laughs> well, along those lines, blue glasses cloth. So then I was like, okay, then I guess I got to get the other case with the brown cloth in it. I got the brown cloth out. Couldn't find the blue one, oh. even though it was in my damn pocket. So I get the brown cloth out, whatever, and I don't remember where I put it. And then I'm in I'm in bed, late at night, mm-hmm. uh, and um, I, I sound like Charles Ramsey now. Uh, I meet this dude, <laughs> make ribs, we dance salsa. I was eating music. my McDonald's. 
<laughs> I mean, my McDonald's. You you see where I'm coming from? Um, so I'm in bed and I'm watching a uh, lovely film uh, produced by HelixStudios.net, and the film required uh, that I um, I needed some tissues um, because I was uh, crying out of my dick, and uh, when. When the climax of the film happened, um, I I noticed that in the midst of the uh, tissues, there was um, a, 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 like a, a string that looked black in the midst of the tissues, and I was oh like, "Oh my shit. god!" And so then oh my I looked, god. Um, it looked black in the dark. So then after oh. I threw the tissues on the floor. <laughs> Not even if the car was on the floor. Um, because <laughs> at that point, you really can't do anything worth it. So I uh, threw them on the floor, and then I was like, all right, what the hell was that? And I looked at it, and it was a brown glasses case. I had left my glasses, uh, uh, cloth rather, um, on the bed, and then came in it. And uh, then I was like, oh, shit. And so then I'm like, um, um, uh, then today when it, was, uh, when, when it wasn't dark anymore, I looked and I saw that there was like just a li- I was like, oh, I don't see anything. But there was just a little spot. And I still couldn't find the blue one. So I had to use the brown one today with the sea mans on it. Um, one time, 
there was a, a kid that would work there, um, but he would always come in late and he would bike to work. And uh, his last name was Führer, so people called her him Das Führer. And, oh, um, my God. and um, my boss looked under his desk and saw that there was like this underwear hanging out. And my boss goes, please, please tell me that's not what I think it is. And Das Führer was like, <laughs> Well, yeah, and, and my boss was like, "Oh my God, guy!" And uh, I mean, he was shortly fired. Uh, he was fired shortly after that. Doctor, uh, R.I.P. Not for the underwear, but just un- for being a schmohawk. No, no, not for that. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Anyway, what's your favorite scene? She's the main main picture. Made of Bane. Bane is his main. All right, my favorite scene is she's the main man picture made of Bane's Bane. It was definitely when the main of Bane's place is flaw having, uh, rejuvenating with energy uh, mutant. And uh, it's, 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 an, it's an amazing film. We're, we're, she's much older than the older films, and uh, it really takes you back. Anyways, that was a terrible description. But, uh, <laughs> your friends, they, they, uh, they seem nice. Kind of reminds me of, hey, hey, what's what's going on, huh? You're with your pals. You made it. Where are you going to go? Oh, nearest bar, for starters. Hey, I got you here. That's all I signed up for. I even gave back the money. Oh, you're such a nice man. Hey, I never asked for this, all right? Charles never asked for this. Caliban never asked for this. And they're all six feet under the ground. Now, I don't know what Charles put in your head, but I am not whatever it is you think I am, okay? I only met you like a week ago. You got your Rebecca, your Delilah, your blah, 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 whatever. Everything you asked for, you've got it. And it's better this way anyways. You've got to suck at this. That shit tends to happen to people I care about. You understand me? I guess so. Then I'll be fine, I guess. And that's my favorite scene. She's the main man for Jermaine of Pain. <laughs> Terrible. Yes. Terrible yeah. <laughs> Thank you. What the Thank hell you. was that? Thank you. What was that? That was Chocolate slash Logan. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, I, I bet you uh, some some somebody's going to be very mad at me that I uh, did not know the reference there. Uh oh. No good. Are are. Our one, our one listener is going to be very mad. Anyway, um, <laughs> what's your uh, favorite big, uh, Yeah, Vinny B is a big, big Wolverine fan. He has a Wolverine tattoo on his back. Oh, I respect that. He's a good man. He's a good man. I love Logan. It's probably one of my favorite films in the last two or three years. Yeah, it's supposed to be very good. Sad, right? Very depressing. Very dark. Extremely dark. Or for like a nice. superhero movie, you know. Yeah, uh, my favorite scene in *She's a Main Man* featuring Amanda Bynes Main is when Amanda Bynes is she plays a um, a bodega owner in Washington Heights, and um, and then at the end of the film, she's all like uh, she's talking to the audience and she's saying, "There's a breeze off the Hudson." 
And just when you think you're sick of living, hear the memory floods in the morning light off the fire escape. The nights in Bennett Park, blasting big pawn tape. I'm a this place to tell you the truth. Kevin, dispensing wisdom from his dispatch booth. And at dawn, Vanessa at the salon. We got to move on. And who's going to notice we're gone? When our job's done, evening winds down to a cross, son. Can I ease my mind when we're all done? When we've resigned in the long run. What do we leave behind? Most of all, I miss Abuela's whispers doing the lotto pick six every Christmas. In five years, when this whole city's rich folks and hipsters, who's going to miss this raggedy little business? And that's my favorite scene. And she's my man, featured man, the brain's man. Yes. Yes. I haven't seen it. I ain't got that, that <laughs> no, but was that, was that, was that Hamilton? Uh, close. It's uh, one of Lynn Manuel's. Uh, it's it cl- very close. It's uh, in the Heights, which is also by the same guy, Lynn Manuel. Okay, Miranda. okay. I gotta see all this stuff. I gotta check all this stuff out. You kids are too uh, yep. too too uh, too hip on me on this. <laughs> too hip to the jive. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> by the way, I really hope that 19-year-old singer stopped listening after her interview because things got. I Pretty hope so. morbid and dark, and then they got very perverse and disgusting. <laughs> well, a part of me actually wishes she stayed on the show and listened. <laughs> <laughs> she will never come back. No, she won't. I think she would give up on America after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. Somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that fucking thing? You're going to take her out, go to a damn karaoke bar. That's where you're going to see your boy. And you're going to sing a little bit like this. Ooh, child, things are going to get brighter. Ooh, child, let's be a lucky lady tonight. Oh, got to love him. Gotta love him. Godfrey. I mean, I don't know who you were imitating there because that sounded way worse than Gilbert Gottfried. (laughs) (laughs) But it sounded like it could be good. It sounded like you actually have a singing voice somewhere in there. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. But nothing like Gilbert. Nothing like Gilbert. I can never compare to uh, Gilbert. He's my boy. No, he's probably one of the best. He really. Intel reels. <laughs> the go fuck yourself? Yeah, that's got to be one of the best Intel reels. And he's got a hell of a voice. A hell of a voice. It's It sucks because I asked, I gave him the script to say that. You know, I, I don't, uh, I, you know, I wonder what he would have said if I just asked him to insult you. But the thing is, though, he's very um, introverted in in real life. So he's. I, I don't know that he would have done it if I asked if he could make it up. No, you did the, uh, the right thing. You did an exceptional job. I mean, that was on point and perfect. A lot of the people may like, I, you know, I see a little gimmick there, but I think Godfrey, when they see Gilbert, they love it, what he says. They just like, immediately, like, oh, my God, that's the best. That, I think that's oh, when, personally a lot of people's favorite, you, but they just won't say it. When you show it to other people, you show you show this to people. Yeah. Oh, you can't. Okay, you good. Tell everybody. 
Okay, good to know. Good to know. Yeah, you know, my majority of my friends they like Gilbert most. You know, this this is most to the point, and it's it's a great fit. It's a real. Who's the one who doesn't? There's there's who Uh, who doesn't? There's one friend, Josh Hopper, Josh Hopper, Josh Hopper. Josh Hopper, Josh Hopper loves the ice tea. Chris Featherman, Drew Hopper TV, he loves Godfrey uh, Gilbert, and most people like Gilbert. Tosserino, who doesn't got Casey? Who doesn't like Fizio? Who doesn't like uh, Gilbert? Yeah, it sounds like you're, you're you're you're, huh? Uh, Harper. Harper. Josh Harper. Josh Harper. Josh Harper. Josh Harper. Josh Harper. Josh Harper. Oh yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, because it sounded like one of your friends doesn't like it based on the way you're like. The majority of my friends like it. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't like it. I don't know. He doesn't like cursing. I don't know what it is. He's just very. Ridiculous. Doesn't like cursing. Oh. No. He's what a, a strange curse. fella. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> All right. Uh, weeks, I'll see you in two weeks with only one of you, though. All right. Good night, Weeks. Good night, everybody. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.